One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to episode number five. Your coach, Helen Yuskovic. Welcome to your coach, Helen Yuskovic. That's me. I am now your virtual coach. I am what you call a professional life student. I've discovered firsthand that heartbreak will happen. Health issues do arise, but being successful doesn't ever need to be compromised. Twice a week, I will be your virtual coach feeding you the juiciest knowledge that you can use to live your best life, no matter what gets thrown your way. Shall we begin? P.S. To ensure that you never miss your session, hit subscribe on your podcast app now. G'day, g'day. Today is all about gratitude, one of my favorite topics in the world, because being anything less, it's just a waste of time. You know, if you live in a grateful state of mind every single day, you will have the best day possible. And I want to share that with you because I want you to be living your best life every single day. Some of the things that I'm going to chat about today are how to shift a negative state of mind. So when you're feeling in that yucky state and how to get out of that, I'll explain exactly what gratitude is and how you can start practicing it. It's pretty simple. I'll talk about how you can attain a greater sense of happiness. Happiness is one of those things that we're always trying to achieve and why can't we get there? I'm going to show you how you can attain a greater sense of happiness. I'll also talk about what you can do to increase your optimism, relieve depression, improve your immune function and lower blood pressure. And you don't even have to go and see the doctor for this. I'll share with you some tips on strengthening your relationships, learning how to stop comparing yourself to other people, how to cultivate gratitude. I will give you some super cool ideas. So if you want, you can have a pen and paper handy for this because these will come in handy for the rest of your life. I'll talk about why successful people use gratitude. 
It is such a common theme amongst the successful elite extraordinaires of the world and that is exactly why I want to share this with you today. I'll also chat about how to find your inner peace from someone that has hurt you in the past. I'll give you some tips on becoming a calm and in control person. I'll share with you the trick to meditating. OMG. I'll also share some cool studies that I have read on meditation. At the end, I'm also going to take you through a five-minute gratefulness meditation to set up your day or night. This is powerful, so make sure you download this episode so that you can do this gratefulness meditation at a time that you're able to sit there and just focus. So let's dive straight into this episode. But before I do that, I want to share with you the review of the week. And that is by Bella Cleesby. And she writes, cannot wait for more episodes. This great podcast helps you reflect on things within your control and breaks down situations into bite-sized pieces that are easily understood and implemented. Life, wellness and fitness coach in your pocket. Thank you so much, Bella Cleesby. And if you want to be at the review of the week, just leave that review after this episode. Now, let's get into it. Hello and good morning. Welcome to one of my favorite topics in the world, which is gratitude and meditation. And it's something that I have been practicing for, I think, around 15 years or more. Gratitude and meditation has really formed a staple part of my life and the reason is because of the immense benefits that it brings to my life and I want to pass that on to you, especially coming into the new year so that we can start building some new habits, some habits that will bring about some positive change in our life, especially if there's areas in our life that we are still working on, working through, or areas that are causing us a little bit of stress and suffering. A little bit about my gratitude journey. I started practicing gratefulness fully, completely on a daily basis this year with a gratitude journal that I received from a client of mine which was a five-year gratitude journal. And I thought, wow, how am I going to write three things that I'm grateful for every single day for five whole years? So I thought I'll break it down into steps and just start with this year and see what happens. Needless to say, I have been keeping up with the gratitude journal every day. And if there is a day where I forget to write in it, I notice that my day starts differently or I notice that my night ends differently. So I always try to write the three things that I'm grateful for in the morning or at night time. As long as I can do it once in that day, it really starts to change the way that your brain works. Something that I have learned is that if you live in a grateful state, a state of feeling lucky, there is no better feeling in life. It is very hard to be in a negative state of mind if you are in a grateful state of mind. So that is my number one protocol to start changing and shifting the energy that you're in, especially if you're feeling like you are in a slump or that you can't be bothered or life's too hard. Why me? I'm so unlucky. All you have to do is practice a little bit more gratefulness. Now, gratitude 
what is it? You know, I, I was trying to think, how do I explain exactly what gratitude is? Well, it's a thankful appreciation for what you receive, whether it's tangible or intangible. So with gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. So you will acknowledge even the smallest thing like, for example, the microphone that I'm talking into today, the money that I was able to invest in that microphone. You know, I am grateful that I had that opportunity to be able to do this podcast and to be able to afford to buy the equipment to do this podcast. Something like that is practicing gratefulness. It could be your children. It could be your house, the bed you live in, a gift you received, a person in your life. In the process of gratitude, you usually recognize that the source of goodness lies at least partially outside yourself. So you are taking yourself out of the equation. And as a result, gratitude helps you connect to something larger than yourself. And that is a brilliant state to be in. And imagine if you could live in that brilliant state every day. Well, I'm here to tell you that yes, you can. Research shows that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with a greater sense of happiness and well-being. I suppose that's why this whole year I have felt in control. I've felt that I could take anything in my stride this year because I am so grateful for my health and I am so grateful for my surroundings, the people that I am surrounded by. I've managed to create a brilliant, amazing, supportive and beautiful circle around me, which has taken me years, (laughs) which has taken me years to build (laughs) because I'm sure that we all can agree that we have some toxic people or some toxic influences in our life that just start to drain us. Energy vampires, people that start to drain your energy. Now, science tells us that counting our blessings increases our optimism, relieves depression, improves immune function, and lowers blood pressure. Now, when I was going through my little health scare, I wasn't staying on top of my gratefulness as much as I usually do, and my immune function lowered, and my blood pressure rose. And then I spoke to my life coach and she asked me, Helen, how is your gratefulness going? And I was like, you know, it hasn't been the best. And she said, just get back to that. And I did. And like coincidence, I've started to feel a lot better. Trying not to stuff up the rituals of your day is really important when you're trying to create the best life possible. Gratitude also strengthens our relationships with those around us because we are in that beautiful state of mind. Living in a grateful state is what you should aspire to do. Wherever you're listening from right now, think about one thing that you're grateful for. What are you grateful for today? Have you thought about it? Anything. Say it out loud. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for. And breathe. Just breathe it in. 
It's that simple. I always try to pick three things that I'm grateful for, but you can do as many as you like. Now, gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of reaching for something new in the hopes that it will make them happier or thinking that they can't be satisfied until every physical and material need is met. Lots of people feel like they need to go and buy a branded bag to feel good. Lots of people feel like they need to go and buy a certain type of clothing to feel good. Lots of people think they need to have the right lighting and the right angle on their Instagram selfie to feel good. You are perfect the way you are. So what if the lighting is a touch off on your Instagram story picture? So what if you feel that you're at a bad angle in your Instagram picture? People see you. People see all of you. And people love you no matter what. This comparison of yourself with other people needs to stop. And you need to start to become way more grateful for everything that you have and everything that you are lucky to have. Gratitude will help you refocus on what you have instead of what you lack. When I was younger, I remember that I was going through this phase of buying LV bags or Prada bags or, you know, Prada glasses because that's what I felt I needed to do to fit in. Now I lead a very simple life and I don't care about brands. I like buying things that are great quality and things that are great for the environment or things from companies that have a great ethos. Things from companies that are in a way helping the earth or helping someone else. A way that you can cultivate your own gratitude is to look towards the future. Now, I don't mean to get into a state of anxiety, but I mean when you focus on how a good thing is going to end soon, you will appreciate it a lot more. For example, maybe a temporary job that you're doing is going to end soon and it can give you time to appreciate it a little bit more. Maybe you have friends here from interstate or family here from overseas and that experience will end soon. So you learn to appreciate every single moment you have with those people or that person even more. Recently, I had my uncle and my auntie here from America and I made sure that I spent as much time as I could with them, no matter how tired or how sick I was feeling because I knew that that time was limited. And it just makes every moment much more beautiful. Another way to cultivate gratitude, now without sounding morbid, is to contemplate your death. Oddly enough, it's only when we keep that in mind that we can truly be grateful for life. Think about it. We could be dead at any minute. We could leave life right now or tomorrow or a week from now or a few months from now. You never know what curveball life is going to throw your way. So shouldn't you enjoy life as long as you're still here? 
Shouldn't you just be grateful that you are alive, that your human is still transporting you around, your heart is still beating? Sometimes that's all I say in my gratefulness. I am grateful that I am alive. And something that I like to do, which I'm forcing myself to do every single morning when I open my eyes, is to smile in my bed until I can feel a sort of shift in my body. So I encourage you to do that too. When you wake up tomorrow, smile. And if nothing happens, smile again until you can feel that shift because it has been scientifically proven that when you smile, a lot of things start happening in your body. When you begin your gratefulness practice, there's a few things that you can expect to experience as you practice these exercises. You might not feel much the first few times, but that's natural. Gratitude sort of needs to be awakened for us to fully experience it. But the more you practice it, the stronger the feelings will become. So just stick with it. You may experience negative emotions like envy or resentment or sadness. Now that's normal, especially in the beginning. We are built for survival, not happiness. By committing to doing these gratefulness practices regularly, you'll slowly start to retrain your mind to generate more positive emotions and less negative ones. So stick with it, especially if depression has been a regular visitor in your life or stress or anything that has brought you some sort of suffering, just stick with it. Trust me, it works and life will start to open up. I promise you. Gratitude will not make you complacent. It serves you with a sense of purpose to do more. Acting like a driving force, helping you accomplish your goals even faster. I have read countless books and I know that most, actually every single successful person that I have researched does do gratitude and meditation of some sort in their day. And that's why I want to pass that on to you because you are also a successful person. You just may not have reached your potential yet. And how exciting is that? It might not come easy for some of you. We don't wake up every morning feeling like a million dollars and endlessly grateful for the good things in life. The fact is that we're built for survival, not for happiness, and therefore gratitude takes considerable effort. But just stick with it. Like anything good, it just takes time. Some things that you can do to cultivate it on a regular basis. Now, this is good to do with your children if you are a parent that is listening or with your partner or with a girlfriend, or with a guy friend, or you can just do it yourself. It doesn't matter. But you can write a thank you note. You can make yourself happier and nurture your relationship with another person by writing a thank you letter, expressing your enjoyment and your appreciation of that person's impact on your life. Send it, or better yet, deliver it and read it to the person if possible. Make a habit of sending at least one gratitude letter a month and once in a while. I think this is the first one you should do. 
is write one to yourself. Write one to yourself about what you're thankful for. It's a really, really great therapeutic thing to do. I usually text people out of the blue and just say I love you or thank you for being you or expressing some sort of gratitude because I really truly in my heart am grateful for everyone that surrounds me because everyone that surrounds me is a beautiful soul. Again, I it took me a long time to get my circle this beautiful but you can do it too. All you have to do is be a gardener and start the weeding process. Weed out the things or the people that do not serve you. Another thing you can do is thank someone mentally. Now, it may help just to think about someone who has done something nice for you and mentally thank that individual. I send wellness wishes to people all the time. So I will sit there and I'll think about someone and I send them wellness wishes. And this is something to do for someone that has hurt you or caused you pain. And it's a great way to heal yourself, to find your inner peace again. But thanking someone mentally might be, say, for example, the postman, right? You've got a delivery at your front door. They've put it in a safe place for you. They've left and you didn't get a chance to say thank you or hello. Sometimes it's just nice to say thank you or anyone. Maybe your mum cooked you dinner and she left you some. Or, you know, maybe your partner did something nice for you. You can just mentally, in your head, visualize that person and thank them. That energy can get passed on. That's just how the universe works. Number three, another thing to do is have a gratitude journal, like the one I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure she got it from Japan, so (laughs) I don't know if you can find one in Australia, but there's got to be some. If I find some, I'll link them to the show notes. Make it a habit to write down or share with a loved one, even, thoughts about the gifts you have received each day. I've found recently that when I do my gratitude journal at nighttime, it makes me sleep so beautifully. Number four, count your blessings. Pick a time every week to sit down and write about your blessings, reflecting on what went right or on what you are grateful for. Sometimes it helps to pick a specific number, such as three to five things. As you write, be specific. And think about the sensations that you felt when something good happened to you. How did that make you feel? Number five, something else you can do is pray. People who are religious can use prayer to cultivate gratitude. Prayer is also a form of meditation, which leads me into point number six, which is meditate. Mindfulness meditation involves focusing on the present moment without judgment. You are not allowed to judge anything. I don't allow you. You are not God. (laughs) Or are you? When we start easing judgment out of our life, beautiful things happen. It's also possible to focus on what you're grateful for. The warmth of the sun or a pleasant sound or the sound of the, you know, birds while you're meditating. 
you can do that in your mindfulness meditation. So what is meditation? I always talk about it because it changed my life. I've been practicing meditation for a long time. We're moving towards two decades. But meditation, the more I do it, the more slower and the more calmer I become to the point where people are like, I can't picture you angry or I can't picture you in a different state of mind because I'm pretty chilled out and I usually stay pretty chilled out, relaxed, always with a sense of humor because I love feeling that way. And I think what happens when you meditate for so long is it changes the way that you are so that you are a slower, more positive, open, less judgmental, present human. Who doesn't want that? Now, meditation is a mind and body practice that has a long history of use for increasing calmness and physical relaxation, improving psychological balance, helps you cope with illness, and enhances your overall health and well-being. Mind and body practices focus on the interactions among the brain, mind, body, and behavior. And listen to this, a new report based on data from, where is it? The 2017 National Health Interview Survey, NHIS, found that US adults' use of meditation in the past 12 months tripled between 2012 and 2017 from 4.1% to 14.2%. The use of meditation by US children aged 4 to 17 also significantly increased. Now, there are many types of meditation, but most have four elements in common, a quiet location with as few distractions as possible, a specific comfortable posture, sitting down with a tall spine. You can do a walking meditation or you can even do a lying meditation. Uh, focus to attention. So a specifically chosen word or a phrase or an object or the sensation of your breath and an open attitude like letting distractions come and go naturally without judging them so if you're sitting there and you're meditating you're thinking about the shopping what you're going to cook for dinner what you've got to do today you just have to understand that that thought is there and then just let it pass by and then continue in your practice of just sitting still and stopping now, I've been meditating for a very long time and I still get thoughts. So don't think that you have to sit there and think about nothing, okay? You just have to sit there and be still. That's the first protocol. Meditation has a freaky way of doing amazing things for your life. So the minute I lost my eyesight, I began my meditation practice because I knew and I have heard of things and I've read different books and studies where you know meditation can really help heal things so in my meditation my mantra was I can see clearly with both eyes I can see clearly with both eyes and I would put a direct focus on my right eye while I was meditating now it's not something that happens in an instant you know the brain neuroplasticity can take a while to change but it can change and there has been studies to prove it. So if there is something that you need to heal, start your meditation practice and put some more focus into that area. I always do it with my yoga class, usually in the end meditation part. 
I get people to focus on an area of healing and ask it to please open up. Now, I thought I would read you a few uh, studies, some facts about meditation and the brain because I found them mind-blowing. In a 2012 study, researchers compared the brain images from 50 adults who meditate and 50 adults who don't meditate. Now, the results suggested that people who practice meditation for many years have more folds in the outer layer of the brain. Whoa. This process may increase the brain's ability to process information. No wonder I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm not. I <laughs> when recently I had to have a brain scan and MRI and I posted it up on Facebook and the amazing people in my life were commenting, did they find a brain in there? Hey, was there an actual brain in there? My doctor even called after I saw <laughs> the neurologist and he called and he said, did they find a brain in there? And I was like, I'm so <laughs> grateful for these people in my life that bring me constant humor. But my response to all of these people was, yes, they actually found the biggest brain ever. <laughs> so meditate, guys. Meditate, especially if you're one of those people that feels a little bit lost, groggy, brain foggy, or you can't focus and take time. Just practice patience. Don't think that one meditation is going to help you. You've got to meditate for a long time. Remember, mine's about 15 years. A 2013 review of three studies suggests that meditation may slow, stall, or even reverse changes that take place in the brain due to normal aging. How cool is that? Results from a 2012 NCCIH-funded study suggest that meditation can affect activity in the amygdala, which is a part of the brain that involves processing emotions, and that different types of meditation can affect the amygdala differently even when the person is not meditating. I'm telling you that I am so in control of my emotions that I understand the art of non-reacting and I, I can control any sort of negative response. I can deal with my emotions a lot better. Before, when things were messy, you know, I wouldn't know how to control my emotions or I would feel angry at certain things or I would judge certain things. But I'm telling you, the more you meditate, the more you can get in control of your emotions. Emotional health is very important, especially inside the body. This is all part of holistic living. Research about meditation's ability to reduce pain has produced mixed results. However, in some studies, scientists suggest that meditation activates certain areas of the brain in response to pain. So when I recently had my eye issue and the migraine for a month and a half, I would meditate to try to relieve the pain that was going on in my head. I just wanted it to go away. And there was points of stillness and quiet when I was meditating. I also have clients that suffer injuries 
and when they're in a lot of pain and the pain relief doesn't suffice or, you know, they're still suffering, I tell them to try meditation. And one of my clients, she tried that and she said that, yes, it did help. Again, these are just different measures that can help you to lead a better life, a life of less suffering, a life where you're feeling in more control and a life that leads you to the goals and the dreams that you desire. Because if you didn't hear episode one, by now you should have had written your goals in place. So I'll put a link to episode number one in the show notes so that you can make sure that you've got that in place. Without goals, we don't have direction. Without direction, we're walking blind. So that's all for today's episode on gratitude and meditation and the benefits. They are outstanding, the benefits. So start doing these little things each day. These little things that will lead to a better life. Mark my words, the longer and the more consistent you stay with these things, the better your life becomes. Successful people don't just do this for fun. They do it because it works. And I want you to be one of those successful people. So let's just close it off today with a meditation. Only if you are not driving. If you are driving, all you're going to do is just listen to my words. So everyone that's not driving, just close your eyes down. I'll do it too. Sit with a tall spine. Your heart is pointing up towards the sky and you're pushing up with the crown of your head and making sure you're in a comfortable seated position. And just place more awareness in your breath. As you inhale, you fill up your belly and the side of your ribs. And as you exhale, you deflate and you exhale more, getting all of that air out of your body. And enjoying that little place of stillness between each breath. Inhale for a slower length of time. Aiming for four to six seconds. Enjoy that point of stillness before the out breath. And as you breathe out for four to six seconds, enjoy that point of stillness before you calmly inhale. Now just focus on your breathing. And remember that anything that pops up in your head, any thoughts of judgment, any distracting thoughts, think of placing them on a magical rug and just letting them float away. And say, I'm taking two minutes to myself now, but I'll come back to you. Keep that slow breathing in place. I want you to visualize something that you are grateful for in your life, whether that's a person or an experience or a gift. Think of something that you're grateful for and gently turn the corners of your mouth upwards and stay in that state 
make sure your breath stays calm. Slower breath. Thankful for that person or experience that has come into your life and brought you joy. Thankful. Grateful for the miracle that you are and for the day that you have experienced or that you are about to experience. Slow down your breath even more and be grateful for this powerful energy that we have, this life force that we have inside our body to keep us going, the automatic beat of our heart that keeps pumping for us each day, no matter what we do, no matter what stress we throw at it, it is constantly just beating for us every single day. Place some gratefulness focus to your heart center now. Grateful for the work that it does each and every day to keep you alive. Now as we wrap up this light meditation, I want you to carry this gratitude with you for the rest of the day or night and don't let anyone steal your inner peace you can live in this state all day every day and you can attain it just by taking a few minutes of stillness focusing on your breath just like Now gently just wiggle your fingers and blink your eyes open. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. I really hope you got a lot out of it because this is something that has really touched my heart and something that has really helped me live my best life, my most successful life and live in this grateful state every single day. And even though you stuff up sometimes and you miss your meditation or your gratefulness practice, all you have to do is just get back to it or just stop and take a big breath in and a big breath out and you'll be back on track in an instant. Have the most beautiful day, the most beautiful afternoon or evening from wherever you are in the world. And remember, please share this with someone that you feel needs it. Especially if you have someone that you know is suffering in any way. The best gift that you can give people is health. Namaste. And I'll see you all next episode. And keep in mind, heartbreak does happen. Health issues do arise, but your success doesn't ever need to be compromised. Bye for now. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 